for the week. I think he's a dead set ghost. That's his spraying beer probably over his ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't it real you can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week? It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about doing, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. The score. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the Semi Pros. Big show today. Big focus on touch. Pretty um, successful time in touch in recent times and a pretty exciting time with plenty coming up. So we'll have a heavy focus on that. And our Hogan's Family Jewelers local legends. So there's plenty of local legends making plenty of waves right across the globe. We'll have a look at a few of those. And then, of course, for PNL McKellar Concreting, we'll have a look at what's on this weekend. But one of the big things that's on this weekend will happen out at the home of Touch in Toowoomba out there. There at Carney Springs. And to tell us all about it, guest joining me on the show this week from Toowoomba Touch, their operations manager, Jody May. How are you? Well, thanks, James. How are you? Yes, very, very well. Now, it says it's a gala day out there at Carney Springs on Sunday. What's a gala day? So basically, we're just inviting all of the local junior clubs to come along, pop up uh, tents and everything for their sign-on. It's like a muster day, but we're also bringing in some things from QTF, uh, so Queensland Touch Football. We've got our regional development officer coming and running some stations. We've got face painting. We've got snow cones. We've got all sorts of activities happening, um, yeah, just to invite some kids along, see what Touch Football's all about, and hopefully try and promote the sport and give our clubs a chance to come together and, I guess, showcase what, what their club's about. Why, as Toowoomba Touch, did you decide? to do it differently because it hasn't been done this way in the past, correct? No, I guess uh, most clubs have sort of been uh, left to their own devices to run individual musters but we're trying to create, I guess, an environment where we're inclusive, uh, everyone comes together, let all the children come along and see what what every club's got to offer. Um, You know, some clubs might be at capacity rather than turn a kid away. There's an opportunity for them to join join a rival club and, yeah, just get more kids interested in our sport. It's a huge participation sport at the moment, so but you can always or hope to have more. Yeah, look, that's, I guess, the, the mindset of any business and sport is you want growth. You want to try and capture as many many new kids to the sport as you can. Um, you never know. You could have the next superstar there that's never tried the sport before. So, yeah, that's our goal is, I guess, just to promote our sport as best we can and yeah, showcase what all the local clubs are doing. And do you find that as a sport, like I sort of touched on before, there's there's a lot of attention on touch, there's a lot of opportunity on touch. There seems to be a lot of focus on parents that want their kids involved in the game and, and there's so many different avenues that they can play it now. Yeah. I think probably the best thing about touch is you can participate from 5 to 75 to be honest mm. uh, rep pathways start at the age of 10 and you know there's Australian or Queensland teams up to over 60 so men women mums dads I think that's probably like such a great thing about our sport and I think that's why it's appealing to parents uh, it's relatively um, cost effective I guess you don't yeah. need a lot of equipment to play um, it's over probably a bit quicker than other sports we're at the home of like, Toowoomba Touch being out at Carney Springs I think one venue is appealing as well so yeah, a lot of positives. You've been involved in it your whole life. Have you ever seen it in such a, I guess, the way it is at the moment? Look, it's a super exciting time, particularly at local level in Toowoomba at the moment. Um, there's a new committee in there that are being really innovative. They've they've started a whole uh, range of new competitions and new ideas. There's a lot of infrastructure that's being put back into the association at the moment, which is exciting. Um, look, it's always been a sport that's been uh, heavily supported, but I will say at the moment, yeah, things are really moving in the right direction. And you mentioned there's a couple of innovative ideas 
is coming up. I might, I'll come back to that, but I wanted to also, I guess, touch on there's so much talent. There were a piece of so much talent touch here at the moment. You go through our junior ranks. Of course, we recently just had the, uh, the, the national championships and a number of youngsters involved in that. Even go back, like, you know, we've had Bailey Deacon and Blaise Prendergast in here before that, that under 18 age group that has four or five kids from Toowoomba in an Australian side. Like, there's, there's such a rich vein of talent at the moment. Absolutely. And look, that's happened for a long time, um, even back in my era, which is a while ago now. But not long after that, I think that first Australian sevens rugby side that went on to the Olympic Games, I think there was nine girls invited yeah. to that squad from our area. And that's always filtered through. Um, you mentioned that 18 boys sort of age group. They've claimed three national titles mm. in, in 12 months. Uh, that's amazing for a, a region our size. Um, yeah, we are really blessed with, with great talent coming through. It's awesome. You must be really proud of those those youngsters that went away. So Darwin a couple of weeks ago. So, of course, with the nationals up there. So we had a number of kids involved in there through the 12s and the 15s that had a lot of success. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all those kids represented, I guess, Toowoomba uh, really proudly. A lot came away with national championships, which is really cool. Um, young girl Carla Nobbs was actually named in an All-Australian Merit side, which is fantastic. And coming up at MIC, uh, you know, we've lost six boys to the Queensland team in the 18s division as well. So whilst that's, that's tough, it's it's amazing from our region. And you want to see them continue in the sport. And is that yeah. why you mentioned that TTA is looking at just different ideas and different things or just, just different ways to have them engaged and involved? Yeah, I think probably it's a blessing and it's a challenge as well but because we are so close to Brisbane there's probably been um, a natural progression that when kids get to a certain level I guess Toowoomba um, they've stopped representing our area and they've gone on to represent Brisbane because they feel like that's their avenue for better pathway but there's been a lot of um, time and energy put into that uh, at affiliate level and regional level to try and keep these kids in Toowoomba because we feel that uh, yeah we can offer exactly what what Brisbane are offering and yeah that's a main part of it. So I suppose it is a double-edged sword isn't it? As you said, opportunity, but also challenge. So yeah. that, that exists there. It's trying to find that right balance to give them the right opportunities and then also the right avenues and pathways that they can achieve the best that they can. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to hold any child back, do you, from, from making things. But we, we feel like we've got all the resources that we need here in Toowoomba and our comps are getting stronger and that's that's what it's all about, to keep them here. So quite excitingly, you mentioned there are some innovative ideas out there. What are they? Can you bring us up to date? What sort of um, things are on the horizon? Yeah, so obviously we've got the Gala Day this Sunday and then post that, that's leading into our junior season. Um, this year we've added uh, more age groups. So in the past it would start at an under eight level, whereas now we've added under six, under seven, under eight, under nine, and then moving to tens, twelves, fourteens. So trying to capture the little guys because um, that double-edged jump between you know eights to tens, a six-year-old playing under eights, you know we felt potentially yeah. you could lose kids from the sport that way. So that's really exciting. And uh, our junior season's actually now been split into a term touch model, which we feel um, is probably better for parents. I guess you're locking yourself into a term only, but we can potentially capture more kids across both terms. They could pick and choose. They could play both. It's a bit more flexibility around the offerings that we're having in the junior system. And I guess you've probably got to be like that because there's so much sport, school, yeah. life, you, you name it, that, that that is there that's so demanding. Yeah, you just need to look at, I guess, how busy everyone is. I've got children of my own now and, you know, once they start in sport, it's, it's a never-ending sort of cycle and we're competing against so many different sports now. So if you want to keep up, um, yeah, you need to look at what, what they're doing, what's working well in other areas. And um, yeah, I guess we've modelled off affiliates around the state that are growing and that's that term touch modelling seems to be the growth, which is positive. Now in the seniors, so that that's a that's some, some changes or some more opportunity in juniors. What have yeah. you looked at as a, as a board to create more opportunities at a, at a senior level? So the senior, like traditional winter season of our clubs that were semifinals this weekend, grand finals next weekend. Um, and that's like the men's comp I don't think I've ever seen stronger in particular. You've got um, sort of three sides left at this point 
in time and anyone could win it. So that's looking great, but that's about to finish. But we're actually just about to launch a uh, draft system cash comp. So it's an elite mixed competition where uh, we'll be calling for players to go into a draft. Uh, we're getting some local businesses to sponsor the team. NBA-inspired uh, sort of jerseys and theme. We thought that was pretty cool. And basically from there, the businesses will select uh, a captain and then the captain and business owners will go through and select select their sides. And it, yeah, an elite mixed comp. So looking at getting uh, six elite mixed teams and then six masters mixed teams. So 35 plus. So why did you think that would be a good idea or an opportunity? Well, I guess for seniors, we play State Cup uh, at the end of November. And once you've finished your club season, there's sort of nothing really before yeah. that. So you have a good six, six to eight weeks off, which is never ideal, especially when you're older, um, to get yourself ready for that kind of competition. So that was one thing, wanting to offer our local players a competition that, you know, is still elite at that level. Um, and the mixed thing, we've, we've never really done it uh, in Toowoomba particularly, uh, especially not at an elite level. Socially, we have. Uh, and I know regionally, when you go on to NTL, that's it's probably a division we have struggled in a little bit. Yeah. I just don't think we play enough mixed touch in Toowoomba. Um, so that was one reason. And yeah, just breaking down a few of the club barriers too, I guess, learning to play with people that you haven't played with before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the main the main push. And we're hoping to get people from outside of our area to want to travel up to Toowoomba. And if they enjoy it, you never know. You might see them pop up in Club Touch next year, which, mm. again, growth, which is great for our region. Obviously, you uh, would have seen from a from a different lens the DDBBL and, and how it went off. Is is there a bit of the brainchild of that rubbing off? And this Is it that sort of concept? Yeah, look, slightly. So, um, yeah, obviously, uh, my husband played in that inaugural season, so I got to see how that worked. And Kent and his crew did a wonderful job at that. So, yeah, there was a little bit. Um, I sort of looked at that around that draft system to try and stop, you know, the same people gravitate and want to play together. Yeah. So the whole idea was let's mix this up totally, um, learn to play with other people, make new mates. Um, so that was a part of it, and that's where that draft thing came in. But there's also a lot of uh, different cash comps or elite comps around Queensland that I've seen or played in myself, and I guess we've just pulled little bits from all of them um, mm. and tried to come up with our own concept, which we're really excited about. Money speaks all languages. There's a cash <laughs> component as well, which excites people, I'm sure. Yeah, especially for touchies. There's not um, a cash prize doesn't happen very often for in touch world. So yeah, pr- a prize for for the winning team at the end of that six week comp, um, and even the oldies will get a bit of a cash prize as well. Not as good as the elite comp, but we'll be throwing a few dollars at the winners of the masters mixed as well. And it's ironic, isn't it? It's it's often the cash prize. It's not even what the cash prize is, but just the fact that there's something there. I mean, no one's there playing in it for the money, but it's amazing how much it changes it. Yeah, definitely. Like we we had a bit of a chat before we you know, have launched what we're offering to a few of the elite players around Queensland, and you know they were interested to start with. But yeah, of course, once you sort of dangle that carrot of yeah, you're potentially playing for some prize money, they were pretty keen. So so there has been good interest. Yeah, look, we haven't opened the expression of interest yet. We'll um, sort of our marketing will get that out in the next week, and then we'll open an EOI to sign up to join the draft. Um, but yeah, we definitely have called around. Um, I've touched base with some friends on the Gold Coast, uh, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane. Spoke to a lot of Metro players, and yeah, they they all seem really keen to get around it. So it's good. So what what are you looking at for the format of of this competition? So if it's a six teams, you'll just play your five round games, yep. and then you'll have your final. So it's a six week comp um, Sunday afternoons. Nice weather in summer. Hopefully we'll get a crowd out there. The businesses can come and support it. Um, yeah, and we're looking at potentially even showcasing some of our little junior teams have a 
half-time game in between the elite side of it. So again, just trying to, I guess, grow the community of touch and yeah, show people what, what our sport can offer. And there is such a great touch community, so to just even broaden that and have more people involved and exposed to it is that that potentially leads to them playing, whether it's social, mixed, D grade, B grade, their children playing, their husband, wife playing, their sisters playing, it, it just exposes more people to the game. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, my club personally had a 50-year race day this year and, you know, you have husband and wives, you have uh, mothers and daughters and all that sort of thing playing. And I think that's, that is a really special thing that touch can offer that not a lot of other sports can. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the whole point. Come up to Toowoomba, see what it's about, see what we're offering and you never know, they might stick around and grow our sport. And do you hope that this is this will be the inaugural season but it is something that you'd hope to have in the calendar every yeah, year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously we have to see how it goes. We're, we're trying for change um, but I think it will be positive and if it grows, you know, potentially we could split into a men and women's comp, you know, we move with the times with, with how our nominations are going. You could grow teams. Um, it's just going to be a test this year, I think, to see that first year, how it kicks off. Um, but yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it and I think it's something going well, yeah, it'll lock it itself in. So I think there'd be some um, good names out there that could potentially, that business houses would look at to be captains. We talked about before the amount of players that we have in this region that have played, whether it be for their country, whether it be for their state, where they've played in the, the NRL touch competition. Where you know, there's, there'd be some there'd be some decent uh, players out there, I think, that'll be headhunted to want to be captains for oh, certain absolutely. businesses. I think even uh, back in the Trans-Tasman that was played back in April, like it was, uh, there was 15 people from our area that <laughs> represented Australia across different regions, uh, across different divisions, sorry, and that was only 18 to 20s and opens. So to have 15 people from our area, um, you know, donning the green and gold, that's pretty cool. So hopefully they're all involved in this comp as well. What is it about this area and touch? Like that's an incredible stat to think about. And as you said, this is this isn't just new. This has been happening for a long period of time, producing great talent. Yeah, I think we've just been blessed with a lot of coaches that were probably elite players themselves, young, and they've stuck in the sport and are giving back now as coaches. Um, I think that's been a really big thing. There's a lot of history, and um, yeah, I think we've we've benefited from that and must just have really good bloodlines this area of touch. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's just something. It's, it does just amaze you, as, as I've sort of said to you off air before, having been up in Darwin recently with my little nephew watching him play up there, and then to say, oh, well, there's such and such. It's from Toowoomba. It's in the Dean Girls, and so on, so it's in the Dean Boys. Or then to go to the 18s, like I said, to this amount of kids there, like just sort of realise, just 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 keeps going on. That's a whole new generation of kids coming through for the first time in the 12s that have made it, things like that. And you think it just it just continues and just keeps rolling. Yeah, absolutely. It's something we should be really proud of. I think we punch well above our weight for our for our size. So yeah, hopefully that keeps happening in these comps. We only end up juicing more and more of these elite kid players. Yeah, that's what we want. So some pretty exciting things. So a couple of details. So Sunday, tell us again. So Gala Day. Yeah, Gala Day out at Carney Springs uh, from 9 to 11. Um, like I said, plenty of activities. All of our clubs uh, will showcase what they've got to offer. They'll sign on avail- like availabilities there. They'll have all their information. We'll have some fun stations set up for the kids. Uh, QTF will run a pass the ball competition. Um, yeah, like I said, bit of fun. Come out, see what it's all about. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can sign you up to a club and you'll enjoy it. Yeah, so that's all for Sunday. So you yep. can get out there to Carney Springs from 9 o'clock and then the that Elite and Masters, or what have you, have you was it Elite and Masters in the cash comp? Yeah, when, so, so Elite that'll... Mixed League and Elite Masters League. So that'll start in October. We'll have our draft early October, our draft night. We'll unveil the captains and the jerseys and yeah, kick that off on Sunday the 15th of October. And if people want more information, keep an eye on the socials. With, all yep. of our socials, website, we'll be um, yeah releasing some marketing pretty soon around that. The EOIs will open and yeah, that's basically there's a lot going on at the moment, but it's super exciting. Yeah, no, very, very exciting. Very much looking forward to it. Thanks for coming in and bringing us up to date with everything that is happening there. We'll keep an eye on that and look forward to, as I said, I just know when you looked at the, the success behind uh, Kent Remus and the DDBBL, uh, the support that was behind that, the way that it's 
um, probably didn't touch on before is probably that's that opportunity. The biggest thing I found with the DDBBL was it's it seemed to be this opportunity that bridged eras. So you all of a sudden had, say, a Ken Glover that was involved with one of the clubs so that you know that we know legendary through the 80s to the 90s to the Brad Spanners that were involved in it and, and then to right through to the you know, some of these kids that were playing at this age. Do you hope that's something that they might be able to bring as well? Like sort of, you know, it might bring back some people involved that maybe haven't been involved in the past or... Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that the key around having that Masters mixed as well will keep will keep that going. You know, probably not too many, there's a few, but not too many players over the age of 35, 40 will be able to crack that elite sort of league. It's just a bit quick these days, James. But um, yeah, if they're still involved in that Masters, they can stay around, have a drink, support those other teams. And it, like you said, bridging the gap, probably more so between clubs yep. will be the big thing, I think. And I think that'll only hold us in good stead as we head into State Cup representing Toowoomba Twisters. Yep. So exciting times that are coming up. And uh, thanks for coming in and telling us all about it. All the best with the Open Day and really look forward to, to seeing how the uh, the future unfolds for Toowoomba Touch. Thanks so much, James. It's Jody May joining us on the semi-pros. We'll take a break. Another little touch star joins me after the break. Who is Haynes Wilson? They're mortgage brokers. They'll find the right loan for you and they'll manage the whole process from start to finish. Whether it's your first home, refinancing your current dwelling or in an investment, they have access to loans from a host of Australia's leading lenders. They're not just here to help you find a loan with the right fit. They're here to make the whole process easier. Professionalism at every turn. Pick up the phone and call today. Haynes Wilson, 45999113. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent at 4 Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 46327688. Alpine Refrigeration are your local heating and cooling experts servicing southwest Queensland with branches located in Toowoomba and Gatton. They deliver superior sales, service and project design to local commercial and domestic clients, plus offer customised air conditioning and refrigeration solutions for work or home. Alpine Refrigeration is 100% Australian owned and operated and actively involved within the business and local community. Alpine Refrigeration, your local heating and cooling experts. Check out the website at alpinerefrigeration.com.au or phone 46178555. P&L McKellar Concreting, a proud locally owned family business with over 20 years experience. Residential or commercial work, no job too big or too small. For more info, phone Paul at P&L McKellar Concreting on 0498 693 656 and make sure you follow them on Facebook. P&L McKellar Concreting, proudly local, proudly supporting the Toowoomba community. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. The Semi-Pros. 
Thanks for joining us on the semi-pro. So very exciting time at the Toowoomba Touch. And as I mentioned, a pretty big touch theme for the show this week. As I said to Jody May before, a number of outstanding young talent coming through our region. And one of those is with us today, under 12 Queensland Touch rising star, Bowie Ingram. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for coming on and joining us. So you've just come back from Darwin, national champions. Queensland won the national championship. You were a part of that. What was what was the feeling of winning that? like for you? Oh, so good. Winning it with the best players in the all the nation felt really good. And for yourself, we spoke a while back with yourself and Nazalo Larkin, what it meant for you to make this side. Once you got down there and a part of it training, what was that like? What was that experience like? It was, it was like, it was nervous when you were around those boys at first because everyone's sort of a bit shocked as well. So no one's really talking or anything. But as the days went on, since it was a three-day camp, it got got better as it went on like everyone was started talking and made lots of friendships and stuff how much did you learn on that particular camp for yourself personally um more of the defense i learned lots of line defense like body position wise and just your mate being there knowing that they're there having that trust in them for them to make the touch and help you make it and what was it like for you to be there alongside the best players from across the state who normally you're used to playing against yeah, it's really cool because you, as you said, it's you're used to playing against them and seeing them in between the games and saying hi, boys. It's so much better when they're your teammates and everyone creates a good team because there's no individuals. And it was a great team that you were able to put together. So you head up to Darwin and then just describe us that moment before the first game when the, the coaches announced co-captains. What was that like? And you were one of them. Yeah, it was, it was really weird because we were just in a huddle and she called out me and my other mate legend and she was just like oh these are going to be your co-captains and it felt crazy like you just felt so good just being there itself but being a captain's a whole nother level of feeling and it just changed my energy like knowing that you're the captain you got to lead them around and just flip the switch were you surprised you were named captain or yeah i was wasn't expecting it at all but yeah so what did you think when she called your name out did you think that was for well i was just like thinking she was just like oh these are going to be the two middles and then she'll name the links and the wings but no and then you said that that changed your whole energy yeah because like i know it just made me feel really good and confident in myself that the coaches want you to be the captain and are confident that you can lead the team around so it gave me just a whole lot of confidence were you nervous i was yeah running onto the field was really Really good though but once you start get going it's fine just like a normal game you're really nervous and then one takes you a bit but then you just feel normal out there the first couple of games you played what was it south australia victoria and you had easy wins so you you, you got you scored a lot of points as a team you, that must have felt good to, to hit the ground running like that yeah it felt like everyone was just meant to be out there and that we were going really as a team there was no one no individuals we were all working as one great team and then you played New South Wales and they beat you 3-1 that was so that was uh that was a uh, the first loss what, what was that what was that like what was spoken about for that game and after that game with the team it really hit us 
I think. Like, we were confident, which is good, but we could have been a bit more focused, I think, because we beat the teams pretty easy. But just a warm-up, we could have warmed up a bit better. Everyone was just a bit like, oh, it's all right, we do this. But our coaches wanted us, because we had set plays for, like, every position on the field, but we, we, we weren't allowed to give all that away. So basically, we just wanted to go in there and do simple stuff, like ball handles and all that. So was it kind of like, at the time, you guys were probably like, I wonder why they're asking us to do that. But once you got to the final, you thought, now we know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, it's good because New South Wales probably would have been like, oh, that's all they got. And then not expecting it, we scored off the first set of the game and it was just crazy. Was there a different energy for the final? Did you notice that with, with the team? Very much. In the warm-up, everyone was pumped up, but still nervous. Like, it wasn't like the other games. Everyone was still a bit just in their own zone in the zone and just thinking about their game which was really good because good warm-up means a good game so and you really shell-shocked New South Wales but you were up 2-0 after about four and a half minutes yeah so we scored off the first set and then we defended and then we scored again so it was just crazy and like I can't imagine what they would have been like they'd just be like they just wouldn't expect it coming and did you see a change from New South Wales were they do you think they were a bit shell shocked after yeah the because early like you just saw like they like they were just after the first try they were just like just walking back in disbelief they were just like wow but they they're a good team as you know and they turned it around they got themselves back in the game it was a real arm wrestle yeah after they scored once it was like like okay they're not stopping like and then they uh, straight after half time they scored again and it was like it's gonna be tough now like we have no more errors we can't can't make simple mistakes and cost the game. So it was two all, wasn't it, in that second half for a long period of time before you were able to... It was two all until five minutes to go. And then a crucial try and then you were able to defend your way to the championship. Yeah, it was crazy in defence because as they kept getting closer to the line, it was like, you've got to be switched on and trust, have trust in your teammates that they'll be with you all the way. Because they threw everything at you and as you've learnt, they're they're a good side. They, They had a lot of good attacking players as well. And it wasn't like when you watch them, like, study all their moves, like, they're just going to, they'll they'll see the defence and ba- do their moves based on the defence. So you just didn't know what was going to come. You just had to trust your teammates and stick to the process. How um, how tough was that last five minutes just trying to hold them out, hold them out and know that you're trying to protect that lead? Yeah, it was, oh, was nerve-wracking defending. But so we had these special moves. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but it's over now but we had TikTok that meant two minutes to go so that meant we just had to rock and get up the field as fast as we can and get them in a corner away from their sub box and as as far away f- from their score line but my team was like oh there's only one minute to go so what we were actually supposed to do is just dump splits like run really slow just how you see in NRL when there's like 10 seconds to go <laughs> fake an injury or something 
something. But that's what we thought when we were supposed to ruck. And then we dropped it, which we were meant to do, force make a mistake. But there was still two minutes to go. So everyone was like, because our coach just yelled from the sideline, there's two minutes. Like, and it was just like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? And then as we came off, she was like, so, because you can get penalised for the delay yep. if you delay it. So what we hadn't thought of is TikTok sound, like is a part of the time. Like it's used as a word for a part of the time. And we had like clock or something and that meant one minute. So we had to change it. So I think it was like drumstick and ice cube or something. <laughs> it was, I was like... Confusing. Yeah, it was very... <laughs> but you got the right result. What Describe to me the feeling when that final hooter went and you knew you'd won the national championship. Well, they were actually on their line attacking and were like, oh, it has to go off any time soon. I was just thinking in my head, wait till the buzzer, wait till the buzzer. And then when the buzzer was on, because we weren't on the field, we just ran on and you just heard the crowd were just like cheering. It was such a good feeling. And then for yourself and uh, your co-captain, Legend Gentle, to receive the shield and have to give a speech, what was that like? Well, I didn't know I had to do a speech. So, yeah, but Legend did most of the speech, which was good. But just holding the trophy and just knowing that you did it, like, and like for me, I'd rather have lost that game, the first game we played New South Wales, so we can learn instead of just knowing what we did because sometimes you overthink it and just be like, oh, just do what we did and then you'd be like, oh, what if that's not enough? There's a bit of pressure on you to get the two wins in a row. So I reckon we were really confident going into that final, so it was really good. Is that the toughest game you've played in? Yeah, it was definitely the toughest I've played in. Just the way they came at you and when you were rocking, they were just right there. As soon as you touch the ball, they're there. So it was very, yeah, toughest game played. And then what was it like after the celebrations with, with the team that you know, it's all done, all the hard work had been put in and you got the right result? It was a bit sad in a way because you didn't want it to stop. Yeah. That feeling was just really good and you didn't want to leave and just say bye to your teammates because it's not like a Toowoomba comp where you get to go back, you'll see him at training every day. It's like you won't see him in a long time. Like you only see him at carnivals and stuff. So you didn't want it to end, but it was good. Yeah. Was it real? Did you think for yourself personally, was it really special to get, you know, create those extra friendships and those bonds with other players that you hadn't experienced before? Yeah, it was really good. Like obviously you just played against them and said hi now and then but making friendships with them was really good like and then creating bonds on the field like good word combinations together it was really good and you must have seen how much you guys improved those combinations from the start of the carnival to the end yeah well we know everyone knew their job in the final like there's this one boy Blaine Adams he got a massive pass on him so what we have to do me and Legend we just rock up the field till fifth and last where he can pick up and create something and then Legend's more of a attacker and then I'm more of a midfield play- midfield player and then everyone just knew their job and our wingers were really good up there like we used our wingers so much. Yeah it was such a, a, a great feeling for to win that one and, and it must be pretty cool as we said for yourself for a kid from Toowoomba and to have uh, one of your teammates from your schoolmates as well from Toowoomba Nazalo Larkin the two of you from Toowoomba the same school to be up there representing Queensland. It was 
so much better having Nizalo there because South Coast, they don't have to worry. They had seven on the team out of 12. And I would have just been there like, what, like really nervous. Whereas when having Nizalo, having confidence with him, walk in there really confident was way better. So what's coming up touch-wise for you? Um, We got Southwest Queensland Swans. So, and that's in October. And we got a really strong team for that. And how much confidence have you gained as a player after that experience playing for your state up there at nationals so much like even going to training just being so confident and knowing yeah lots of confidence like just feel like you grew as a player and as a leader yeah especially because it's like it's good when you're at training because you can teach so many other players on your team like all the stuff we learnt so that they get better from it and when we go up there just having that leadership and knowing okay I've been at this level before like I know what to do is really good feeling. So you learned a lot about yourself as a player. Did you feel like you learned a lot more about leadership and being a leader of a team, being in that state side and being given that opportunity to be a captain? Yeah, like mum always talks about me when I'm a captain. Like she, she like, you got to lead by example and stuff and coming off, you can't have a bad attitude. And it's not always about talking your team up. Like obviously create the energy for the team, but showing by your actions can help a lot because one of my managers came up to me and said we're like a train and I'm the leader of the train so if I do something good then the rest of the team follows so mum always talks to me it's not always about the talking it's about how you lead in your actions so which I tried to do actions always speak louder than words yeah so Swans is coming up so what else touch wise was that the next big one for you and everyone else involved I think that's it yeah clubs coming up soon like there's a sign on day this Sunday which it's really good it's like a gala day and that will be good for lots of kids but I reckon throughout Toowoomba the touch is getting way better and you want to be and you want to get touch stronger even when I think now it's like you watch the NRL touch it's like hope that's way better or when you even think about NRL league like they get paid so much money one day that'd be so cool if they could do that for touch similar so yeah yeah so you never know what happens into the future but that's something that you aspire to whether it's NRL league yeah. or touch or something like yeah, that definitely. so your first Queensland uh, cap as a touch player does it has it given you that taste that you now want more and more of that yeah well when you look at the 15s sometimes even if I'm passing the ball around now I need like I overthink myself a bit too much I'm like oh I got what's like I got to make 15s like what do I got to do whereas that will come like as I get older and I just got to focus on becoming and learning more things as I go on so I can make those teams and Australia is probably the goal when I'm older. And does it give you excitement to go away to nationals proudly representing Toowoomba? Like, you know, I'm a kid from Toowoomba here matching it with the very best from Australia. Yeah, well, Toowoomba is getting way stronger. Like, like there's five kids on the 18s or something that made Australia, so it's good. I want to try and pick up and lead more players into doing that in the next few generations, like kids like me going up there and it's good feeling only just me and Nizalo because it feels good going up there because you're leading your city and it's like lots of people get around and like even being an inspiration to others they want if they want to do that well that can be their goal which I reckon really good yeah no it's a great goal to try and aspire to so Queensland winning the national 
internationals. And like you said, there was a number of other kids up there. Nazalo Larkin in the under-12s. There was representation from Toowoomba in the 12s and the 15s. It was actually a really successful carnival for Queensland, wasn't it? So yeah, won a number so, of nationals. Um, the 15 girls didn't win, but the 15 boys won under-12. Well, my team won and then the girls' team won. So we nearly had a full... We had a clean sweep of all the yeah, Queensland sides. We were the best state up there because we won. We had the most teams that won. Yeah, so, so Queensland good. dominating the nationals. So it was a great carnival and great to see you have a lot of success up there. So we hope that there's plenty more to come. And we look forward to following the journey. Thanks for joining us on the Semi Pros. Thanks for having me. That's Bowie Ingram joining us on the Semi Pros. We'll take a break and have a look up next at our Hogan's Family Jewelers, local legends. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent at 4 Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 46327688. Toowoomba Truck Spares is your authorised dealer for Western Star, Man, Dennis Eagle, Cummins and Detroit Diesel. We also specialise in parts to suit all makes of heavy duty trucks and trailers. We have a comprehensive range of parts, making us your one stop parts shop. Toowoomba Truck Spares, 497 to 501 Boundary Road, Toowoomba. Or check out the website, www.ttspares.com.au. And make sure you like us on Facebook. Hogan's Family Jewelers is Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Kalofi has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultation. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's, for those who prefer quality. This is Power FM. You're listening to The Semi-Pros. Thanks for joining us on The Semi-Pros. We'll have had a few local legends in the studio for the show this week. But our Hogan's Family Jewelers talk about local legends. And this week we saw again the incredible team from Hogan's Family Jewelers. So putting the finishing touches there on the 18 carat gold and diamond embellished trophy for the Morton Co. King of the Mountain. It is spectacular. They did an incredible job for the inaugural year. And once again, as we get set for the second edition of the Mortco, King of the Mountain. It is, again, the incredible team from Hogan's Family Jewelers putting together the incredible trophy. Who will win it in 2024? We'll find out on New Year's Day. Hogan's Family Jewelers, local legends. Well, plenty that caught my eye this week for our local legends segment. And we're going to look at a few of our local legends that are making a name for themselves on an international scale. Well, Rugby World Cup, it's about to kick off over there in France. And as always, a strong tradition across the Darling Downs with Rugby Union. And this year, a young 
four-year-old Matt Fazler, who went to, ironically, both Toowoomba Grammar and also Downlands College, is over there representing the Wallabies. So one of three hookers that was selected. So he's played one test thus far, and he's actually the first Toowoomba Grammar Wallaby since Jason Little. So he achieved that feat in a test against the All Blacks uh, over there in Dunedin earlier this year and was did enough to book a ticket on to the World Cup. So he actually played first 15 rugby for Downlands and uh, and that was back in his last year was 2014 before swapping sides to complete his education in the blue and gold of the Toowoomba Grammar School. So, But proudly from Toowoomba, the Darling Downs and over there in the Wallabies squad for the World Cup. Matt Denny, well he produced the best throw of his life and it was good enough for an Australian record of 68.24 metres over there in the World Cup or the World Championships and it was enough to secure him fourth. So G fourth is becoming a thing for Matt Denny and hopefully he can jump onto that podium by the time for the Olympics. Uh, behind the wheel, Will Brown, a uh, local race car driver who's doing great things. Well, big news uh, earlier in the week, signed a new deal to move to triple eight. So he's got his future secured there, but then on the track at the moment. So early on, he was uh, flying high in uh, in the series here, but at the moment, he's uh, just, he's had a bit of bad luck as, as can happen in this. So in the supercar championship table, so he still sits in the top four, but again, uh, has a bit of a mountain to climb there to, to run down the current leader, which is uh, Brody Kostecki. So he's on 18.95 points, while Toowoomba's Will Brown's on 16.37. But Will Brown securing his future for the next few years, signing across there with triple eight. So uh, again, flying the flag here for Toowoomba is our very own Will Brown. Tom Nolan in the world of UFC earned himself a contract over there in the Dana White Contender Series with a savage 83-second round one KO win over his Austrian rival, Bogdan Grad. So it was just uh, the big train's sixth professional fight. He certainly turned plenty of heads there. So the big train certainly on his way. That's a look at a few local legends with thanks to Hogan's family jewellers. We'll take a break on the semi-prose when we come back for PL McKellar Concreting. We'll have a look at what's on this weekend. Hogan's family jewellers are Toowoomba's premier family-owned jewellery store. Three generations have been serving Toowoomba and the Darling Downs for the past 74 years. Hogan specialise in handcrafting, engagement, wedding and eternity rings and all fine jewellery using only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds and hand-selected gemstones from the most renowned regions in the world. Lofty has a passion for designing beautiful, unique pieces for his clients and is available by appointment for consultations. Visit Lockie Hogan and the team at 243 Margaret Street, Toowoomba. Hogan's, for those who prefer quality. Considering who to trust with your tax return and other financial affairs is a big decision. You can trust ITP Toowoomba. Your local ITP tax agent at 4 Tourist Road is a specialist in tax for individuals, business and public servants. ITP was voted Australia's most trusted accounting and tax service. Maybe it's the attention to detail. Maybe it's the professional and friendly service. Or maybe it's because they know you'd rather be doing what you love and leave it to the professionals. Leave it to ITP Toowoomba. Phone them today and book an appointment. 46327688. Where's the home of live sports in the Garden City? The Southern Hotel Bar 839. Of course, big screens, atmosphere, you'll think you're at the game. $15.95 all-day main meal specials. Courtesy bus from 6pm to 1am every Friday and Saturday. Live music every Friday and Saturday night until late. Free pool all day every Sunday. Bar 839 is your place. Settle in for a day or night of fun, food, 
sport and great company. Bar 839, something for everyone. PL McKellar Concreting, a proud locally owned family business with over 20 years' experience. Residential or commercial work, no job too big or too small. For more info, phone Paul at PL McKellar Concreting on 0498 693 656 and make sure you follow them on Facebook. PL McKellar Concreting. Proudly local, proudly supporting the Toowoomba community. Local sport with the Semi Pros. For PL McKellar Concreting, let's have a look at what's on in local sport this weekend. Toowoomba Rugby League, it's up to finals week one. Elimination finals day Saturday up there at Platts Oval at Clifton under 19. Sees the fourth placed Waddles take on the fifth placed Gundawindi. Reserve grade, it's Gatton who finished fourth up against Warwick who finished fifth. And in A grade, it's uh, the battle of uh, the uh, the southern teams here. Waddles and Warwick fighting to keep their seasons alive. So that's in A grade and you can hear the A grade game here live on Power FM and on Sunday qualifying semi-final day down there at Carl Park at Gatton in the under-19s Dolby takes on Highfields in reserve grade it's Dolby and Valleys and in first grade it is Gatton and Dolby and you can hear the A-grade game here on Power FM in the Women's Toowoomba Rugby League it's the last round of fixtures Newtown takes on Oakey on Saturday up there at uh, Platts Oval at Clifton and Highfields and Dolby uh, will play at Carl Park so that's what's happening in the Toowoomba Rugby League Football Queensland Premier League, Southwest Queensland Thunder take on the Western Pride, so 5th and 6th place teams here, the Southwest Queensland Thunder, their winning halts um, snapped last week, they'd won 6 or 7 on the trot, uh, but now they look to round out their season, they take on the Western Pride so uh, this one to see who will probably finish 5th and keep their uh, slim finals hopes alive, but uh, but an important one there, that one's up at uh, the Toowoomba Sports Ground, so Clyde Berghoff Stadium, Saturday night from 6 o'clock the Southwest Queensland Women's Thunder team gearing up for the finals, they'll host Virginia United. This one is on Sunday, so 5 o'clock kickoff there up at Clive Berghofer Stadium. The Thunder sitting in second position and United there in third, so a battle of two of the top teams in the competition. The AFL Darling Downs in the men's senior competition will have the grand final qualifier or the preliminary final. The Hawks are up against the Tigers and the winner will advance through to play Coolaroo in next week's grand final. So that's a bit of a look at what is uh, happening in local sport. As we always say, get out and support your your local team, whether it be juniors or seniors, grassroots sport is a what needs your support. So get out and barrack for your team. Buy a ticket, buy a ticket in the meat tray. Support your local club. You are listening to the Semi Pros. Thanks for joining us on the show this week. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. That's my rock of the week. I think he's a dead set goose. That's his strange beer, probably all over his ceiling. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Isn't it real? You can't nominate yourself as Diamond of the Week. It was just a spectacle. It was probably one of the better games we'll see. Just, just about doing, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Let's go.